We're going to read a passage from John chapter 14, verse 23. The Bible says, Jesus answered and said to him, Whoever loves me will keep my word. My father will love him, and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. And then we read John chapter 15 and verse 7. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. Praise God. And then you are going to read the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 31. Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, If you remain in my words, you will truly be my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Praise God. And then 36 says, So if a son sets you, sets you free, then you will truly be free indeed. If the son sets you free, then you truly be free indeed. And then we read uh, again, John chapter 14 and verse 6. The Bible says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. And then again, from verse 13, And whatever you ask in my name, I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything of me in my name, I will do it. Praise God. So let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I honor you, I praise you, I bless you. I enthrone you above every situation and every circumstance. Thank you, Lord, for giving us an opportunity to experience your presence in our lives as Emmanuel, God, with us. Thank you, Lord, for this word that you are speaking to us. We pray that you may open our hearts to receive it. Teach us something new, Lord, that is going to help us to focus our mind to you, fix our eyes on you, and to be transformed from inside out. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So the topic for this meditation is glorify the Father. We have read uh, different passages that are guiding us to this message that the Lord gave about remaining in him. But the ultimate is to glorify the Father. It's a season that we are still celebrating uh, Christmas, the birth of Emmanuel, God with us. And the promise that was prophesied many, many years ago coming into fulfillment in an expected way, in an expected place. But the beauty of everything is that God is with us, Emmanuel. 
So here, um, Jesus talks about him being the way, the truth, and the life. And he's guiding us to one major thing, which we started with was verse 23 of John chapter 14. Whoever loves me will keep my word. My father will love him and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. It sounds like the Christmas message about Mary keeping the word that was given to her and the word uh, produced what it was meant to produce. So in faith, she needed faith to believe what the angel said and she kept that word in faith and then we have found that our savior was actually born. It was just a word and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So she can be said to have become a walking tabernacle because when she kept the word of God in faith, then when that faith matured, it produced the divine child of God according to the prophecy that was given. And here the Lord talks about whoever loves me will keep my word. You see, it is not possible to keep the word without love because God is love. And he's also revealed to us about the Trinity. And he said, and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. This whole passage of John chapter 14 is about the advocate, the Holy Spirit. And it's not just the Holy Spirit. He talks about the Holy Trinity coming and dwelling in us if we keep the word. And uh, something greater is that he said, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask the Father for whatever you want and it will be done for you. By this is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. You see, it's the life of discipleship, the life of following Jesus, accepting Jesus as the King and the Savior, believing in the Word of God, receiving the Word of God as it is in faith and allowing the Word of God to find room in our hearts helps us to grow into becoming the disciples of the Lord. However, he talks about a uh, if you allow my words to remain in you. I said, whatever you want, it will be done for you. And by this is the Father is glorified. The Father is glorified if we are able to mature and to receive what he has already sent to us, the word of God, the word made flesh, the word, to the indwelling word of God that he sent, he said, he will send his beloved son, our Lord Jesus Christ to come to us and to offer his life for us. So um, the word that became flesh has been sent to us. If we receive the word, we are not just uh, receiving in obedience what Abba Father desires us to receive, but also we get to fulfill um, his promise to us. So he is glorified that we bear fruit because there is no way we can bear fruit without keeping he who is the living word in us. There is no way we can become disciples if we do not keep the word, you know. And remaining is not passive but is active. There is no way we can remain without 
cultivating an atmosphere of faith. There is no way we can remain in him as disciples without cultivating an environment that fosters faith in God and in his word and accepting that his promise is not just spoken but is assured that when he speaks it then we receive it in faith and whatever it is meant to come and do in our lives then it does so also the message that the lord gives us is that he is the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the father except through him and he says if you know me verse 6 of chapter 14 you will know my father if we know him then we will know the father and that is why colossians 1:15 says he's the image of the invisible god he came to reveal to us that god is love because that is the love that has been born to us on christmas day he didn't have to go through all that to come to us but he had to you know um because of his love and also something else um his presence his word remaining in us also means if he is the truth and the life then that is the truth that we need to set us free if he remains in us then we will live in the freedom that he came to give us and that's what we read in verse 35 of john chapter 8 verse 36 of john chapter 8 so if the sun sets you free then you will truly be free if the sun sets you free you will truly be free and verse 31 says that jesus said to the jews who believed in him if you remain in my word you will truly be my disciples you will know the truth and the truth will set you free so the basis upon which he requires us to keep his word to remain in his word is number one to believe and the next thing is when we believe then his word remains in us and his word is what will set our mind free and help us to live in that freedom so that we can produce produce fruit in whatever season we could be in our lives and what we are going to produce definitely is going to be of him if his word is remaining in us so then we become his disciples if his word remains in us so for us to be able to cultivate that atmosphere upon which his word remains it means we also have to be listening to him you also have to cultivate an atmosphere of faith faith every fear in our lives and believe that what just happened around the corner of a christmas time that once was a prophecy given and 
it is no more a prophecy because it was fulfilled that he works in mysterious ways. So we pray that the Lord will help us to open our eyes to see in the areas of our lives that we could be blinded and not be able to see how he's working and to believe that he uses even the uncommon, you know, to reveal who he is to us. It wasn't uh, written or spoken about in the history that there was a child that was born in a manger. But Jesus, Emmanuel, the son of God, came and was born in a manger. It wasn't a common phenomenon that a child was born in a manger. But it happened with the child of God. So it would have been really um, easy for many to miss out on this great good news because probably of uh, how our mind is formatted or what we know or what we have experienced. But when we open our mind to faith and believing that God works in mysterious ways, and if he works at one season one way, next season he might do it differently, even though it could be the same thing. We know even in the Old Testament, we have different stories of women, Sarah, Hannah, Elizabeth, that were very old and a prophecy was given and they got the promised child. But when it came to the son of God, he actually used a teenage girl, Mary. That wasn't common. It was uncommon, you know. And that is how God works. So how do, does, how do we have his word remain in us when you have our eyes fixed on the usual things that we know our mind fixed on or focused on what we have learned you know and expect him to work in us or through our lives in the most usual way i mean we have to probably elevate our mind and open our eyes deeper and our hearts more to be able to see things as he sees them. Because human beings, we are limited and our limitations are just because we are human, but it doesn't mean that God cannot transform us. Definitely, if we seek him more, then he will transform us and help us to be able to see things as he sees and to understand how he wants to work in our lives so that we can get to receive what he wants to give us and so that the father may be glorified you know jesus said you remain in me let my words remain in you and the father will be glorified so that when his word remains in us then he will help us to accomplish that which we cannot do with our own ability with our own power with our own human power but when his divinity comes then we can accomplish that very same thing in the best way possible. It doesn't matter uh, how uncommon it would seem, but the good thing is there is always a fast with God. He's never lost of options and he doesn't use carbon copies. Everything that he does is an original because he is God. He is the architect of you know the world and imagine the number of people in the world who don't even look alike so he has all the options so we just have to 
seek his word. The truth of his word is the fact that his promise has to be fulfilled. The truth of who Jesus is is that his word is what sets us free. So if we believe in the truth of his word, then we will allow our mind to be open to what he said in Isaiah. God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So once we have engraved that word in our hearts, then we will stop looking at situations and circumstances surrounding our lives with our own human eyes and getting frustrated or living complaining lives or allowing fear and anxiety to torment us, but we will rise above everything and allow him to elevate us to be able to have faith arise in us and within us. Then the rhythm of our heart will be beating in accordance with his purpose and his will for you and I. So, so this is still Christmas season. And we are celebrating that hope has been born. Hope has come to earth. I mean, Jesus is our hope. The fact that a child was actually born, it is no more a prophecy that the word became flesh and dwelt among us, that he actually did not go to announce to palaces where they could have locked him in and blocked even common people to access Whatever he came to bring us, his grace, his love, his presence, and every good gift that the Lord has brought to us, he went to a manger, a place where it is very accessible for any one of us to go. That is the throne of grace and mercy. He says that with confidence in the book of Hebrews, we need to have confidence to approach the throne of grace and mercy to find grace and mercy for timely help. We need help every moment of our lives. So hope is just around the corner. He's actually with us in our midst. He wants to dwell in us. He wants to remain in us. And how does this happen? We have to keep his word. We have to keep his promise to hold on to his dear word like we are holding on to dear life. Even when everything else around us speaks defeat, we have to hold on to the word that tells us we are more than conquerors that in all these things we shall overcome overwhelmingly. You know, we don't have to believe all the time what we see. We just have to believe what the word of God says because circumstances have a way of changing. Environment has a way of changing. Just like the temperature changes, just like the altitude changes. But the word of God will never change. It is living and it is active. And that is the King of Kings. He is the living word of God. He is Jesus. So if he came and he was born in a manger and the great good news was revealed to common people in the field looking after sheep, shepherds, and they could not be blocked by anyone to go and take this message to the child and the mother and the foster father Joseph and tell the whole world, I mean, what can God not do with you and I? With you and I who feel like we are the commoners, you know, he did not look for the greatest intellectuals of the world or greatest scientists in the world, you know, but if he revealed this message of hope to the shepherds and they left the child with so much joy and hope, praising and glorifying God, and they went to tell the whole world that a child has been born, that hope has come to rescue us, then he will do the same if we believe in him, if we believe his word. So what we need to do is to let faith arise. Let faith arise. Like somebody said, uh, like this season we are singing joy to the world, 
we are singing songs of hope and Emmanuel God with us. But someone said that actually hope is the name of God. Hope is his name. Joy is his name. Grace is his name. So he's got all these names because he can do all this to us. So in the midst of every struggle or whatever it is that we could be going through, we could be facing whether now or in the future, we've got to hold on to that hope that a child was not just born on Christmas Day, but this is our hope for the future because he holds the future in his hands. And this message in the book of John, when the Lord was telling the disciples about the Holy Spirit in John chapter 14, he said to them a very interesting word here. And he said, uh, verse 1, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God and have faith also in me. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. And then he said, where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So John 3.16 is fulfilled in those words that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him will not perish. He is the way. He's the way to heaven. He's the way to the heart of the Father. And it is a privilege to know that we, God's creation, we sinners, we, God's children, have had this privilege to receive the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, our Lord and Master to come and to be born in our midst with one intention, to dwell in us and with us so that he can ransom us. And we know the story begins with Christmas and ends with Easter and then it begins again. So the cycle has no end. And it doesn't matter what he had to go through, he was determined to do it because of what his love. And that is why he said that he laid his life. He's a good shepherd who lays his life for the sheep. So he lays down his life for the sheep because of his love. So love made God leave his divinity and become a human being in order to win all of our hearts. So he desires that we allow his word to remain in us and he will remain in us and the father will come and dwell in us. And then he said, whatever we ask of him, whatever we want, Whatever we ask, it shall be given us. And while he remains in us, he will help us to be transformed so we can become his disciples. The road to discipleship is a road of faith, watching and learning from the Lord, and doing what the disciples did, testifying of his goodness and his faithfulness, and allowing the good news to transform us, and in return, the same good news will transform the world so that his kingdom may be established. Lord, The Lord came to establish his kingdom. And he also left the disciples to continue with this wonderful, great um, 
mystery to continue establishing his kingdom even though he does it from within us so we only need to say yes to him and he will do the rest so we pray that the lord will help us to have his word dwell in us and when we keep that word in love and in faith then just like mary was we become a walking tabernacle and the promises that the lord has spoken upon our lives even those that we do not know will come to fulfillment and when we get to experience his goodness in such a wonderful way then our hearts will overflow with joy and we will worship him all the days of our lives so let us pray father in the mighty name of jesus we honor you we praise you and we bless you we enthrone you above every situation and every circumstance of our life thank you lord for your word thank you for speaking to us thank you lord for revealing to us that you desire to remain in us help us to hold on to your word to keep your word in us lord that you may remain in you help us to hold on to faith that no matter what comes our way will not uh, wander off but that we may be grounded in faith and in trust that you are for us and you are Emmanuel, God with us as we still meditate and celebrate the beauty of uh, Christmas season. We pray that Lord, that love that is of a little child may remain in us so that we may be transformed completely for the greater glory of your name. Let your word bring truth in us and set us free from any deception that we could have believed in from seeing things through our own eyes instead of seeing things through your eyes, from looking at situations and circumstances and believing what we see instead of allowing ourselves to elevate our faith and and allow you to help us to look at the same situations and circumstances through your word through your eyes lord we honor you we praise you and we bless you it is in jesus name we pray with thanksgiving amen in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen